What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the sad boy himself, Barrett Courtney. Hello there. Oh, I like that. Is that a two-tone shirt? It is. My my lighting and camera situation isn't the best, so it doesn't really show it out. But yeah, it showed off well. But I got black and then a good maroon on my left side here. Love a good maroon. Y'all gotta love a good maroon. Isn't that right, Sage Ryan? Where would you oh, where would you rate Maroon Five, Sage? As, I would give in it about five. Yeah, I'd give it about a five on the Maroon scale. Hi, hello. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. To, very excited about this trailer. I mean, hey, if I'm giving compliments out here, your your little dress shirt. I don't know what you call that, but it's, it's a whole dress. It's a whole dress. It's a whole Thank ass dress. And, it's, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Hey, let's round it all out. Anthony Carboni looking fantastic in this shirt as well. What's up, everybody? I got a new saber and I'm flexing it. This is how you hold a saber. Who's, who's saber I know a lot about Star Wars and I know that this is how you hold a saber <laughs> and nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I love that both of you have these things. And I, I love that, like, so Carbone, you were telling me that yours is like lightweight. And, and Sage, you're saying that yours was like totally custom made, not even from the Disney parks. This is like some super legit shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are uh, stunt sabers that we got so we can hit each other with them. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I need something that I can really do an OB Annie spin with and not break the saber or anything in my house. Mm-hmm. And this no is the one to do it with. <laughs> you gotta love it. Just like. The kind of funny screencast that happens right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny every week we talk to you about the latest in tv movies and trailers of course we just did our moon night finale you can go check out our review on youtube.com roosterteeth.com or just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free if you want to watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers anonymous molecule and fargo brady have all done today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babbel, but I'll tell you about that later. Uh, I want to get into it. We're doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer reaction right now. Barrett and I have not seen it yet. Sage and Anthony have both seen it already, uh, but we had to get this crew together because we got to react to this trailer and talk about all our thoughts and our theories and everything because week to week, this is the crew that's going to be reacting to Obi-Wan Kenobi as it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Unfortunately, I don't think Carboni is going to be able to be with us for all of them because he hit, he's going to be out busy doing fancy stuff. Yeah, uh, I got a, a I fancy got a, boy. Yeah, I'm going on a, uh, I'm going on a vacation and mm-hmm. uh, to an undisclosed location, and mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can say about that. He's on yeah. a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So he will join us for as many of the episodes as he possibly can. But without further ado, I want to get into it, Barrett. I've waited long enough not watching this trailer. Let's go. Oh, yeah. It's an easy way to get me in. Dude, this, re- oh, this, music. Yeah, this redo of Duel of the oh, Fates is so good. Stay My boy Han. We will not survive. We'll never get over live action inquisitors. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. Ooh. Go, dude. You still want to know. Family drama. It really was a sick burn over most of his body. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. 
I love the calling it an event. Oh, it's an event. Oh, it's that dude. Or LOM? Might be. Civilized. Kumail! You can't escape him! Oh, 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 yeah. oh it. yeah. Yeah, that's how you do a trailer, everybody. That's what you do. It's gonna show be dope as hell, right? Just it's gonna be a little so bit. Good. Oh, oh man, Barrett, what'd you think about that? That was fantastic. I, I didn't think my hype levels could be anywhere above from when the, the teaser came out. What was that, a couple months ago? At this point, the music cues, just like the little hints of what we're going to get here, the family drama that I've wanted between uh, Kenobi and uh, um, uh, Luke's Owen. uncle, Owen, Owen, and just like the, the tease of him and Vader meeting up for the first time since the events of episode three it's just it's everything i wanted we're getting live act uh live action uh inquisitors as well which is just i i still uh. can't i like that sentence saying it out loud for the last couple months still doesn't feel real i i'm over the moon with this just like the, they look the arm attaching the mechanical uh. arm attaching for vader is just the dopest stuff ever they look yeah. the inquisitors look so good in live action and it's such, it's such a blessing. You know, we talked about this when we talked about Cad Bane and, mm -hmm. uh, and all this stuff. When you see these animated characters in live action, you're like, oh, what's it going to do? What's it going to look like? And they just crushed it with the Grand Inquisitor. Just yeah, crushed it. Yeah. yeah. I, th this trailer, I, I think, is perfect, and especially as a follow-up to the last one. I, I love the kind of restraint they've been having with the, the Star Wars shows with all the trailers. Like, most of them kind of only have the first couple episodes worth of footage uh, yeah. when they show stuff. But I feel like this one uh, is doing an even better job of it being all interesting stuff that I'm excited about. Whereas sometimes with, like, the Mandalorian or Boba Fett trailers, I'd watch them and be like, okay, this seems like a cool tone piece, and I get it. Whereas with yeah. this, I'm like, oh, I want to know exactly what's we're going on in every single here, scene. You know? Yeah, we're getting some meat, and it's, like, some interesting stuff and i i am equally invested in all that we're we're kind of getting here yeah. and that the final shot of obi-wan's face which you got to imagine is him seeing vader for the first time or like realizing he's out there or something that is awesome and i feel like we're getting a, a great performance from you and mcgregor not that we'd expect anything less but i kind of liked it in the and maybe maybe i'm just looking for this but in the limited lines of dialogue we have here he, I'm kind of getting a little Alec Guinness in there, right? I'm kind of getting like those he's, performance seems a little bit uh, more of a mix of the, the he's old really and new. thinking. He's thinking about the progression of this character, right? Because we do know that we have to get from prequel Obi-Wan, who is just that dashing, swashbuckling, charming, happy-go-lucky guy, right? Mm -hmm. We do see the evolution of this character into a more serious character throughout Clone Wars and a little bit in Rebels. But... We have to see how he gets from that young guy that we know to crazy old Ben who lives in a cave, right? And how does this happen? And this is such a great transitional piece to that. You know, when we say what you will say about Boba Fett, but I think one of the things that was interesting about Boba Fett is we've seen young Boba Fett and now we've seen reformed Boba Fett, but we're missing that middle piece where he was a bounty hunter, right? We've always been missing this middle piece of Obi-Wan's story. Yeah. And it's wonderful that we're getting that filled in now. Yeah. Sage, what, what do you think about the this trailer? 
this trailer is incredible. I love that they highlighted a lot of the action of it. Obviously, like, the third sister looks incredible and awesome. There's just, like, one good saber twirl that you're just like, oh, oh Rebbe, yes, absolutely. Uh, you got to see him, like, pull a blaster at least and do something kind of badass. It already said to me that this is going to be a little more action-heavy than anything that we saw with the Boba Fett series. And I was most excited personally about the shot of Dayu, the new planet. Yes. That I'm very excited about. Obviously, there's a lot of valid complaints of too much time on Tatooine. And we know the show will still have it. We know we're going to spend a lot of time on Tatooine. But still, that like very Hong Kong inspired Dayu, the planet they're walking through that has all the kind of like graffiti look to it and the neon lights. I am so excited because that doesn't look like anything we've seen in Star Wars before. I, I want more of the Star Wars where you could like conceivably buy some death sticks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I want. I like the cyberpunk Star Wars. I like the stuff because we know the that there is. It's the things we loved is. about the body mods. It's the things yes. we loved about that. We know yeah. that this is a high technology galaxy, but you know we've seen it in decline and we've seen it during a period where technology looked like magic but now i want to see and we've seen it shown with low budgets where they couldn't quite afford to show a planet like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, maybe you know what i mean planet. <laughs> uh what i love here so we do see some of dayu i love that uh this uh, we see the inquisitors i want to say the um the obi-wan wanted poster i took a look at the arabesh because I oh, know yeah, everybody's translation. I know everybody we'll go, wants to know. We're gonna go frame by frame. Oh, we're gonna go frame by frame. Okay. Yeah. So when we I'm get ready. there, I want you to do your translating, and that's why I love Anthony Carboni. He got a, he also brings the, the translation, the, Anthony. <laughs> so good, so damn good. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm very very stoked on this. But you know, without further ado, let me tell you about our sponsors. When we come back, we're gonna do a frame by frame on this baby. Shout out to Babbel for sponsoring this episode. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Definitely not me. I took Spanish, didn't do well in it the first time, did okay the second time. You know what? We'll move on. Now, thanks to Babbel, a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Greg Miller has been learning French little by little, and now when he goes back home to, to Canada to see Jen's family, he'll be able to communicate better. Isn't that a lovely situation? Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language language on the go. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash kindoffunny. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash kindoffunny for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. One more time, babbel.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like walking your dog in public without securing them on a leash. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine, but what if one day your dog runs away or gets dog-napped? It's better to be careful, especially when it's as simple as using ExpressVPN. We've been using ExpressVPN here at Kind of Funny for years now. Me personally, I've been using it, and I know that my internet browsing is secure. It just gives me that peace of mind that I need. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, your online data is not secure but expressvpn creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so they can't and it's great i use it on my desktop i use it on my phone i use it everywhere that i use the internet it would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past expressvpn's encryption you can get an extra three months of expressvpn at expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v vpn.com 
slash kinda funny. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. You can get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime.com slash kf games banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer <laughs> all right Barry, let, let's get to the beginning of this guy it's such a good trailer yeah, man. I love the use of Duel just, of Fates. Yeah, I know that like thematically the it might not all make sense, but I don't care. It's the dopest song in the existence <laughs> so cool. of humanity. It makes humanity. sense. It's, it's formative to Obi-Wan's entire life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's, just him and Maul, you know? Yeah. It's the, cru it's the crucible of what made Obi-Wan Obi-Wan, and so I love that they bring that back, because also the Duel of the Fates is about, you know, good and evil, and we've just, we've just had Order 66. This is, this is the conflict, you know? So mm. it's kind of cool that this is, that they use Duel of the Fates. The ship has a, it looks like Samus's ship a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's Samus Aaron that yeah. they brought mm -hmm. her in. Mm -hmm. This is yep. just right after the, this is three years after the events of Metroid Dread. Yeah. <laughs> I love this shot here where you kind of clear through the the clouds and you see, this must always be the, a, the city Always you guys a six shot about, right? where you have like a yeah. ship going through clouds to like, come in through like on a planet do you ever think about how when you're on an airplane you're doing that next no, time you're I on an airplane no, i don't want to think about that i don't think next time you're on an airplane it think about that as you're going down through the clouds and into mm -hmm. it just be like i'm just like obi-wan kenobi it's very cool okay, to maybe think that'll about help an airplane with my, like my, my flight fears you know <laughs> i'm just like obi-wan kenobi yeah, i will say like <laughs> the stormtroopers just outfits are always the dopest thing ever and like i know that we are now a decade into this Disney era of Star Wars, but I love that I still get excited seeing this. Like, I love yeah. that it's, this, this is still cool to me. Well, something that I love is the fact that these are the old, these are the old trooper outfits, right? And like, it's still just the vacuum formed plastic on their backs. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And it's like, that's clearly not anything. Like that can't be functional. It's just plastic. <laughs> and yet we're good with it. We know that's the future and we're fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I and I love that. Like again, they kind of doubled down, similar to what you're saying, Carboni, of having it look jankier than what the clone troopers looked like, because these aren't clone troopers, right? These are just random right. people being recruited all across the galaxy. So it's just like they kind of like recruited is a kind word, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like you know, just like in a visual way showing us without like explicitly saying like these people don't have their shit together like the clones yeah. did, right? Well, and it says, and it says that era is over. That time right. of prosperity, that time of high, high technology, that's over. We're, everybody's working with scraps now. Yeah. See, uh, uh, I forget which inquisitor that is uh, up in the front leading them. That's going to be the grand inquisitor, I believe, or is that, is that? No, that's, 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 that's no. Uh, Han is Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the one from Rebels. Fifth brother, I think. Yeah, fifth okay. brother, thank you. Yeah. Um, have them go I into the notes. city that uh, <laughs> we're talking he's about. got the cool he's got the cool chakram yep. saber 
Yeah. Yeah, there he is on the right. The Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, so you've got the third sister uh, on the left, Reva. And is this the first time we're seeing the third sister ever? Um, Granted, I'm not, like, fully uh, read on comics and stuff, so I don't know. She's new. She is new for the series. Okay. Um, I believe she was mentioned. I think she was mentioned a couple times, but, I mean, the sister, they're all ordered numerically. So uh, you, we've probably heard mentions of other sisters before, but I believe that right. she was she was created specifically to be the villain for this series, which gotcha. I love. Yeah, I think yeah. we've had mentions of the fourth sister, but I don't think we've ever like really seen her. No, we've else. seen a lot of the seventh sister. Yeah, I love the seventh sister. Um, but yeah, and so I love that they, they still have the ability to like, um, you know, build out the almost like family of the Inquisitors inquisitors right like we've heard so many stories and had so many stories with them and we you know they're not like tapped out on that because we've seen a lot of inquisitors come and go is all i'll say there so it's cool that they still have like a good uh, they've built like a good foundation to still play around with that for other stories Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, i just love the inquisitor tech it's very like it is sith and it is empire but it also has its own look to it they definitely try to go a little more like ancient dark deco with Inquisitor stuff, which Mm -hmm. makes me very happy. It's also very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting to look at these, and it's very classic Star Wars to me in that it isn't particularly high tech. It really is a couple of plastic buttons on a belt, and that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very reminiscent of like uh, Vader in that way with the simplicity, and it's it's really fantastic. Uh, There's that chakram saber. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Good. Which, by Carboni, the way, I'm gonna say, Sage, are we getting floating lightsabers in the show? Thank you, copter saber. When <laughs> live action I, I copter, so uh, copter saber? Because you know we've seen it happen before. I think we should see it happen again. I'm it's gonna happen. I feel like I think it's gonna happen. I think they're gonna yeah, do I, it in a weird but, way, but, right? But, but is it gonna yeah. be like? Is it gonna be one of those things where maybe they tried it in production and they're like, "No, nah, this looks too goofy." Like, no, is it too weird? They don't care. They don't care Here's about what I that, think. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to take off with it the way they did in uh-huh. Rebels. Like, I don't think they're going to just be like, goodbye. <laughs> like, freaking Danny like DeVito. Slowly flo- floating down. Now that right? Mary yeah. Poppins umbrella. Yeah, as you're jumping down, if you're using a combination of the force and something spinning, you can probably slow your fall. Yeah. yeah. Like Yoshi's jump. You know? Yeah, I think they do it in a subtle way that's kind of like tied into a sequence that's like a little gift for you. The ask of <laughs> the this nerds. favor for you. Right. Yeah, you yeah. freaking dork have this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we'll that we get like a little you. bit of it. And we'll say absolutely <laughs> more, please. Um, and I think we see something where they work it in, in a way that is like barely it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be an Easter egg for sure. Okay, yeah. but cool. I think it'll be in there. I, yeah, I like that idea. And of course, we, we've got uh, Uncle Owen. You know, seeing like the the full force of the Empire coming through. Looking, can I? Maybe uh, for Obi Wan specifically, maybe someone else. Because I know I remember in the other teaser, right? They it seemed to be on Tatooine where they were chasing like a kid. It seemed so. Um, I think they're going. You know, the the Inquisitors. Their job is to hunt for stragglers, right? Right. If, if any Jedi or Padawan got away, or if there's anybody that could potentially be Force-sensitive that's out there, they want to come and either uh, get rid of them or potentially bring them over to the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's entirely possible they do not come for Obi-Wan, it's, but it is entirely possible that they come because they know, listen, for a little planet on the Outer Rim where nothing's ever supposed to happen, a lot of shit happens on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. 
You, you know what I mean? Just like have one dude posted at tattooing at all times, just so that they're ready. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. one they could keep an eye on. And then, of course, we've got the the Grand Inquisitor here. Um, Should look dumb. Doesn't look dumb. I love it. Uh, I'm less into it. Uh, you know, like we've seen. Uh, I, I forget specifically like his uh, alien race, uh, but like we have seen. Weren't they in like episode three? Isn't that the planet where Obi Wan goes to? And they're like the 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 guys who are like uh, all like kind of dressed up when he's looking for Grievous, and he's like, oh, they're they're on the twentieth uh, floor, thousands of battle droids. Like, isn't that his alien race? Because he the Powon, yeah. yeah, it's the pa yeah, it's the Powon, but that know, might like, be yeah. I don't I, call it those or Powon. I know he's Powon. I mm. think I think I don't believe so because like Powon. I, I want to say the first time I saw them was animated and they look, they look very weird. Okay. <laughs> like they've definitely, they've dialed this down yeah. in so a way much. That, in a way that's, cause you remember like He's those markings really, that are on like, his head, yeah. mm -hmm. like in the, in the animated stuff and in the game stuff, like the inquisitor has like a really long oblong head yeah. and yeah. then like the red markings, like, and the has like lines markings. all the way down it. And they have the teeth too. Yeah. I yeah. think traditionally they have like, um, Sage of the like teeth. teeth. Always, always about those teeth. Okay, look up a picture of the teeth and tell me you're not going to have a moment about <laughs> the teeth. Very, they have, they have very teeth. particular teeth. All right. They got little teethies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's. I it, love the weird teeth. It's not my fault. It, I, I think this one is a little weirder for me than um, you know uh, than our boy boy Cad Bane because Cad Bane is uh, was such a particular particular look in Clone Wars, right? Um, and I don't know what it is about uh, the Grand Inquisitor from specifically his, his design in Rebels um, well, that like, really throws me off here. Yeah, it's oh uh, the Powon. You're right. The Powon they had like they had like the brown robes yeah. in uh -huh. the in the like prequels. the reddish brown. Yeah, mm -hmm. like the reddish brown. They were in there, but they they that didn't look the way they ridiculous. did when they were animated though. Like no. they added way more and then mm. this is dialed back way more than they looked in the prequels to me, too. This is serving Uncle Fester meets Megamind and yes. somehow I have no complaint. <laughs> Uh, With also, a little bit of 80s Battlestar slash Knight Rider for, like, I his chest that, plate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that, like, in committing to the more animated version, this is much more similar to the animated version than it was in the prequels mm. and the live action. I think they committed to that, like, uh, brow bone piece here mm -hmm. that's really, really interesting. Yeah. And the markings up the forehead in a way that didn't make them have to have those, like, long heads. Yeah. Um, which that is where I think you'd totally lose me. Once you get I, into the long head on this man, I, I would love, be out. I would love the long head on this. You man. want a long head? I want a I long would like, head. I mean, I don't mind a long head, but I'll tell you this. I like <laughs> I like the way that they are constantly evolving species throughout this. It kind of reminds me of like when you look back at like an OG Star Trek Klingon and you're like, that's a weird looking dude. <laughs> and that is not what a Klingon, you know what I mean? And so it's nice that they're kind of like dialing this stuff in more. Mm -hmm. And I, I forget what his, what this uh, badge is, but it looks like a little like uh, stylized version of Darth Vader's helmet, which I appreciate. Yeah, he's a fancy boy. That's yeah. his fancy boy badge. And of course, we've got the, the third sister. Uh, what was her name? Reva. Reva. And of course, we uh, got that little kid. We got that little boy. He's yeah. pod racing, guys. I'm convinced. I know that. Yeah, this is pod racing. I agree. Like that. <laughs> no, he's, got same, he's got the same goggles that Anakin wears yeah. uh, in Episode One. Like that is pod I racing. I love this. Yeah, I love. I love Obi Wan looking and just seeing Anakin in Luke. You know what I mean? That's like that's so heartbreaking. I know. Uh, but, oh. 
it's such a good moment, but it is also like, yeah, in the comics, Luke as a kid really wants to race in the Boonta Eve races and Owen, uh, Owen and Baru will not let him participate. Of course. Um, because you know, things happen. <laughs> things happen to kids who go to the pod races yeah. what i will say i love about this scene of him doing the little driving thing it is simultaneously like oh he's pod racing and also a little bit of a tiktok dance i know it's mm-hmm. the best. a little bit of the that it's thing the like it's definitely like a little uh gen alpha version of Owen, it owen's calling out you doing one of them tiktok dances Luke, stop it. Don't let, you better not be nay-naying out there. <laughs> I need you to do, get, get your chores done before you uh, nay-nay yeah. and buy some power converters, all right? Yeah, yeah go to God, God, if I see you whip one more time. time. For nay-naying. <laughs> uh, fucking Christ. This is Obi-Wan Look at that look on his face. Dude, we got you and McGregor back, man. Like, what a world. I hope this is good. Look at that I look on his face. I mean, if anything, like the prequels, Tim, even if it's bad... Ewan McGregor's going to give a 10 out of 10 performance. You're right. Okay. You're right. You know? Um, and then, yes, this is what I was really hoping for, uh, even from, like, the teaser, right, uh, that we got, where it's like we we saw a little bit of Owen, but we didn't really understand, like, more of uh, the context that we're seeing here, right, of, mm-hmm. like, them going back and forth and Obi-Wan being like, he is the, like, he's got to be this Jedi. He's got to be this hero that saves the galaxy. And Owen knowing what's happened to Anakin and uh, not wanting that for Luke. Cause probably at, the, at this point, right. Luke's been around for a while and he's probably grown to like, absolutely love this child and not want uh, anything to happen yeah. to him as like a, uh, it's also dad, you know? Yeah. And it's also interesting at, in terms of like, we always wonder, like if you just watch the movies, uh, you know what I mean? You always wonder, it's like, how do they not know who crazy old Ben is? They mm-hmm. must know. On some level, they must know. And it's like, no, there is this idea that, like, no, they're hiding. They're supposed yep. to be hiding Luke. And so they are hiding Luke even from Obi-Wan, who mm-hmm. is tr- who is like, no, I'm always going to watch this kid and make sure nothing happens to him. And they're like, cool, you do it from over there, my guy. And yeah. we're never going to tell him what you are about. This seems interesting to me because it's very reminiscent of one of the early Disney Marvel Star Wars comics. Like I, I want to say in like the first 10 issues of the, the Star Wars run that they did, there was like a a, a break, like a, a just a solo arc that went off that was kind of like the, from the journals of Obi-Wan or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like it was Luke kind of reading uh, journals and kind of having flashbacks and stuff. And there was a scene that looked very similar to this where it was Owen talking to, to – uh, Obi-Wan and just being like, leave him alone. Like, yeah. stay the fuck yeah. out. And so I, I wonder if this is like pretty much that, that, but just uh, in live action, or if it's like that conversation actually happened a, a couple different times. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's definitely, you know, I, I think it's definitely that. I think, you know, when you have, when you have Dave Filoni working on a series, he's been, he's been embedded in this for so long and he's an encyclopedia and he wants to bring in like, he loves all Star Wars, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if there's something that he can use that makes sense, and it is oh, canon yeah, because right. it happened in the comics, it's like, no, let's bring this in. Let's retell this. You know, and they even do it a little bit in Rebels too, where they where they lead up to the Obi-Wan and and Maul uh uh duel, where it's like mm-hmm. you do see a little bit more of that and you hear a little bit more of that. And so they do they do like to bring all this stuff in, and I think it's wonderful. I will say, this is one of the wildest things. Joel Edgerton was at the Lucasfilm office like years ago, years ago. And nobody knew why Joel Edgerton was visiting. <laughs> and it was like years back. And it's like, 
oh, okay, now I know why Joel Edgerton was visiting, and now I know how long they've been trying to make this happen. That was, like, yeah. years back. Yeah. I mean, Maybe yeah, there I have find... been rumblings of an Obi-Wan show, I think, like, I think even Show back or in, movie or anything. Yeah, back in, like, 2015, you know? Like, yeah. this has been... This has been a long time coming for sure. And then, uh, the, <clears throat> sorry, Sage, go ahead. Please go ahead. Um, the one thing, uh, kind of bouncing off of uh, what Tim is saying, of like uh, them adapting that like a uh, little comic moment. I just love that, like in a actual live action kind of uh, circumstance, we're getting kind of more of an understanding of you know by the time a new hope uh, begins, the vibe that you get from. Uncle Ben and uh, or, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru, right, is uh, that, like, they don't fuck with Obi-Wan in any way, shape, or form. And just, so, like, I, I want more of that context of mm -hmm. why they split so hard. And I, I love that we're going to be able to see probably both of them kill it in just, like, uh, their performances on, you know, what they think is right for Luke. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that um, something that's really important and something that I love about getting these Disney Plus shows is the, like, grounding in humanity they get to place where it's not just, like, here's the story of the most special boy in the universe. It's, well, how does the most special boy in the universe's uh, actions impact normal freaking people that live on these planets and are around them? And I think that that's something really special about this. And I think Owen is that, like the doctor needs a human companion kind of like grounding force in it of like, I'm a normal guy that is extremely impacted because for some reason I am surrounded by Jedi. I didn't choose this. I just want to protect this kid and let this kid be normal. And I think that's so important and would mean the world to me to like see more of that story. Yeah. I love, yeah. It's great that they have space for stuff like that now that they're doing TV. Yeah, May 27th, getting two episodes that day. Woo. So excited. We're so close. We're in the same month as it's starting, Tim. I, I can't know. believe it. Also, yeah, I love it. Just like, I, I love the opportunity when we ever get to see like different types of like empire bases, hangers. It, like hangers and stuff, because they, they can be so varied, but still so striking and how they're designed and stuff. So I can't wait. Well, to and the, yeah, and this Inquisitor stuff, like they're leaning so much heavier on like red. Like, I love it. Like, they're just leaning on. It's not just, like, the clean black and white of, like, the Empire or the First Order. This is, like, no, we're sinister motherfuckers. Like, I love so, sinister motherfuckers! <laughs> we got a little bit more of this in the, the last trailer, but, like, this this is that same base from Jedi Fallen Order, right? Uh-huh. Which yep. is just so cool. And then we get yep. another sister there. That's the seventh sister on the far left. Mm. Um, next to Reva there, right. I believe. Right, Anthony? Is that seventh? Did they say That's that? seven, yeah. Because se seventh, technically, when she takes off her mask, is uh, Buffy Summers. Yes, but that's Sarah okay. Michelle Geller. <laughs> so uh, that'll be and, interesting. And because seventh sister also has that uh, that pointy little pointy hat. helmet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The pointy hat. So it's, it's definitely it's, it's heavily... Uh, it's a very like samurai inspired helmet on the People are sister. Speculating that that is seventh sister. It's not necessarily for sure. It could also be fourth. Mm -hmm. They um, could have listen. There could be a hundred and fifty eighth sister. 30, you know yeah. what I mean? Organization That's the nice 30. thing about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry uh, to bring that in, into this. <laughs> well, of course, we. I hope this is the the same animal that we see pooping in episode one. Yes, it is. Look at that right <laughs> there. And it poops and it looks back at uh, who is it? Jar Jar Binks, and he's like, "Ew, gross." Yeah. How much desert is in the show? 
versus how much desert do we want to see? Do we think? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know, Sage was talking about it earlier. It is that that difficult balance where it's like, did we need a Boba Fett show to take place entirely on Tatooine? I don't know. Do we need a Obi Wan show to take place majorly on Tatooine? Probably just for yeah. like the story we know so far. But it right. seems like they're going to give us a reason for him to go off planet is it going to be a good reason we'll have to wait and find they're out. making this... it look like they're making it look like it's half and half tattooing in other areas which is about what i would like is i would this... like i would is this six episodes six yes okay. oh lord i think Already. i think we get <laughs> two episodes on tattooing because when, whenever they do the uh, the six episode stuff like we see a lot with marvel it's really easy to kind of like break up like almost like each act of like what's happening in a full story kind of movie mm -hmm. situation. Um, yeah. I think like, you know, the, the first act in those first two episodes, we, you know, get caught up with him being on tattooing, what he's dealing with of just like surviving, but also trying to look out for Luke. And then, you know, in that same time, we get the Inquisitors trying to hunt some kid down that they're trying to either turn or just straight up kill, uh, which uh, invokes Obi to go out on an adventure for Act 2, uh, which uh, I would assume is um, the the planet that y'all were talking about that's uh, more of that, like, Value. cyberpunk yeah. Uh, yeah. kind of vibe. And then I don't even know of, like, how much we've actually seen in of, of Act 3 in these trailers. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine, it, like, it could be a lot on their... Uh, inquisitor base from uh fallen order and yeah, some yeah. Other things that we've seen because uh, i because I, I think like you want to see you want to see obi-wan be like okay i've been trying to protect the kid but my presence here is actually endangering the kid and now i know that there are people that are after all the kids and now mm -hmm. i gotta go fight the people that are after the kids yeah and go so to the source as opposed to standing here and protecting a kid yeah um i love the yeah. design of the inquisitor base i always have it's yeah, such a the forge monolithic uh, the Fortress is very, very good. I think that that's very cool. And it's reminiscent of, like, we see the, these kind of, like, shapes occur a lot in, like, various uh, different iterations of Sith-based things. And I think that that's really, really cool. Tim, you bring the up Sith hate a plain rectangle. Um, they hate a rectangle. They love a triangle. I would, a trapezoid, yeah, I, please. I think <laughs> I think we might see Musafar for, like, maybe a scene just to show Vader's palace of him getting ready to go out and, you know, fuck some people up. Six um, yeah. episodes of Vader looking into a window and flashing back to one moment on Mustafar. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> the we, Fortress we, Inquisitorius is his, in the... Isn't his palace in, on Mustafar? Yes, Vader's yeah, castle yeah. is okay, Mustafar. Okay. And this in, um, Inquisitor's base is in the Mustafar, um, like, uh, galaxy. Uh, uh, it's in the system. There we the go. System, that's what I was looking yeah. for. I was right there. In the outer rim. Uh, sage. <laughs> words, um, words, words. And then these are escape pods. You know, those aren't going to be shot at because it's a, it's a waste of laser usage. Mm -hmm. um, there's more Dayu. Yeah, there's great. more Dayu. So what what do you think the deal with the escape pods there? Because they're, they're coming out of the that base. So do you think it's, it's the Inquisitors in there or do you think it's them sending Yeah, it depends. Are they somewhere? escape pods or are they shuttles? Yeah, they yeah, could be shuttles. They could be probe droids all, all, also as well because if you remember from episode five where Vader's sending out probe droids at the beginning of that movie, like the kind of thing that they're in before they like are a probe droid on the planet is very similar to what those look mm. like. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that as them sending something out. To go look. Mm -hmm. Go look for our boy. 
And yeah, the third sister finding Obi-Wan. I'm assuming this is the fight that we'll see in just in a little bit where he's fighting um, that bounty hunter who, Tim, we, yeah, I think that was like one of the bounty hunters also in episode five that you see in the background. It- Look like it at least. I don't it, know. It looks so, like a character that Max Govill and Brian Altano really, really. Yeah, that's enjoy. four. That's that looks like four LOM. But okay. uh, I do want to say that LOM droids are pretty common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. I, I can talk more to that. But uh, this <laughs> this Obi Wan uh, thing just says wanted Obi Wan Kenobi offenses high treason bounty upon capture. Sick. So do we think this is like something that th- has been tossed around for a while? Do they assume he's dead? Because, you know, like Anakin knew that he walked away from that fight. So, like, mm-hmm. do you think they've been continuously looking him, for him, knowing he's out yes. there for five years? Yeah. I think it's a vendetta at this point. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's Vader's personal vendetta. So you think this is then like an old, like this is just always kind of constantly running in like a database, essentially, of people I mean, that are a wanted? Prequel, that's a prequel or... era production photo. It is. So oh, yeah. my question is, do you think that this is like the release of this of like, oh, shit, wanted notices are going out for him or do you think that this is like an ongoing he's been on a list like these of wanted, wanted posters forever. have been out, yeah. out for like a few years right like where yeah. a bounty hunter could scroll through essentially a database of people mm. and bounties here's my here's my thing now that i'm looking at what if this is we start on dayu where mm-hmm. obi-wan has kind of been hiding out or is doing something an inquisitor the third sister goes after Obi-Wan on Dayu, he goes oh man they're really taking it to us now because it takes time probably to train inquisitors right so maybe it's like, oh no, they're really making a press for it. I have to go back to Tatooine mm. and protect the child. Could be either one. Interesting. Because that gives us a good that gives us a good, interesting action-packed start to the series, too. Well, the fact that they're giving way. us two episodes and one, I don't think that's the case. I think that maybe I I feel like we start on Tatooine. Tatooine yeah. to Dayu. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. He, especially, like, knowing where he's at at uh, the end of episode three um, and all this stuff, like, I don't think he really venture goes, like, out to, like, look for others. He sees his mission as purely of looking over Luke and not spending too, like, really any time away from being too far away from him. And then also learning how to be a Force ghost from uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, who we will Yeah, you got to learn how to be a Force ghost. Yeah, you got to learn how to be a Force ghost. (laughs) I get the vibe that, like, Vader clearly knows obi-wan is out there because like right. he knows that he's he at least was alive last time he saw him but i get the vibe that this wanted thing is new okay to them to okay. to, to this show that they're they're putting it up for the first time but I, I i dig the theory about like it is it has just been in the database for for bounty hunters yeah. but because yeah, okay so there we see an lom it could be for lom who who is of course uh, an lom droid that becomes a bounty hunter but LOM droids are actually known for their data getting corrupted and actually reprogramming themselves. Uh, LOM droids uh, kind of go, they kind of go off the, off the reservation quite a bit and do their own thing. And so a lot of them uh, do become enforcers in the outer rim because they have mm-hmm. a natural tendency in their programming to, to just do that, to be enforcers and bounty hunters. So this could be four LLM, or this could be a different LOM, LOM droid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's still like they've been the, dealing. The uh, yeah, they've been dealing a lot with that in recent Star Wars stuff, which I really love. Which is like droids rewriting their own programming, droids becoming more human as you don't Hell wipe yeah. them regularly. That's like yeah. similar yeah. to like the that. the comic where three PO gets his red arm. Yes. Comic <laughs> and a comic. Not that's not the point of the comic because I know a lot of people were like, "Why do we need an origin story for his red arm?" Not, not the no, point no, of the story. It's not it. It's so much. It's more a than very that. poignant story yeah. about droids and the nature of droids. So, 
what something I think is really interesting and, and definitely like a pointed choice that they made is we have not seen him ignite his lightsaber yet, and we mm-hmm. have seen him use a blaster any chance yeah. he gets, which seems yeah. very antithetical to it's what so we know. Civilized him, yeah, exactly. He's laying low. He's laying yeah. low. No Jedi. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to like draw any attention, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just I I. I think that's kind of cool, and I feel like they're hopefully, if they do this right, are going to kind of like tie that all into it, where we don't need the origin stories of it all being uncivilized. We know the story of that, but like, I, I, I like the idea of Obi Wan being at his lowest at this point, like this being yeah. a really, really bad situation he's in. Yeah. Um, of course I do want to say that's a, a Zabrak. Zabrak's right there. Yeah, Zabrak's. Uh, Darth Maul was a Zabrak. Right. Um, and basically, uh, not all, not all of the Night Sisters will choose specific right. Zabraks to turn into uh, creatures that are, you know, powerful creatures like Darth Maul, powerful warriors like Darth Maul. Uh, the Zabraks are actually, for the most part, um, loyal to the Republic. Mm. Uh, Interesting. So, and a lot of them have to, had to relocate to Dathomir after their planet was destroyed by the empire, uh, by the empire, so mm. or by the Clone Wars, and so that's how you get like Darth Maul and all of them is they're not native to Dathomir. So I think it's really interesting that you've got a Zabrak in there who is potentially a bounty hunter or some sort of enforcer. Uh, yeah, and they they did this on purpose, even though like they've said like very publicly of like oh there there were no plans for for Darth Maul and stuff like that. Like they they did show this very much on purpose to be like ah yeah. you you kids uh-huh. who don't pay attention could it be him? No, it's not him, but no. could it be? No. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, but I, I like that as well. Just like, Hey, Darth Maul isn't the only dude who looks like this. Let's like have a moment with like, uh, someone who looks like him. And I wonder if that's going to be a moment for Obi-Wan where he like almost gets like a flashback of like facing Darth mm-hmm. Maul or something like that. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. That outfit. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah Look, the, that dude, so fashionable. He's he's got a fucking drip right now that looks good. He's yeah, yeah. it's a hundred percent right there. Um, so we see him kicking ass, and then we get the full full shot here of the uh, the base here for the Inquisitors. Yeah, so that you know the Fortress Inquisitorius there is is usually in the Mustafar system on one of the moons. Uh, but it can move. It was originally like on Coruscant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can go. It can go like wherever it wants to, which I also love. It's it within itself is like this nightmarish fucking spaceship. Hell yeah! Interesting. So yeah, cool. I know it's supposed to be planted on like Nur, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, getting more like hangar stuff here as well. It's so it's so much like dark tones, and I love the you got the stormtroopers here to kind of like bring out this, show this, off a little bit more. This thing where Reva or Reva uh, screams out, you can't run, Obi-Wan. Like, do you think they know each other? Has she been hunting Obi-Wan for a while? Has this been her assignment? I mean, the the assumption is, right, that all of these Inquisitors were, like, Padawans that have been forced to turn, or most of them at least, right? Like, you're, yeah. like the assumption is he's going to know almost, like— pretty much almost all of these kids. I know there are a lot of Jedi at that, like at that point. So, you know, you're not going to know everybody, but like, there's a good chance he knows a few of these kids. Right. And so like, that's going to be another, that's like a, like an angle that I haven't even thought about it in this way. Right. For this show of like what that's going to mean for Obi, right. Not just his Padawan, like learning like this evil entity that he's turned into, but also seeing, these kids who he probably hasn't seen since they were actual, like, you know, the young teens or whatever. Yeah. Also well, and, be these fucked up people. Like, that's... Well, oh and this God. explains, like, a lot of why 
you know, when, when we talk about why don't people in the galaxy talk more about Jedi? Why don't they want to like, why don't they want more Jedi to help them? It's mm -hmm. like, well, if you were alive during this time, you watched a lot of Jedi turn against the people, yeah. right? And so you are probably not very pro Jedi at all. Right. You're just you're, you're sick of the entire idea of it. They have. Which... Yeah, they have too much. They have too much power. They think they're they think they're the galactic cops. They think they run everything. And then yeah. they turned into yeah. servants of the Empire. Yeah. So like, like of course you, you don't trust Jedi right you, now. You you had this like time where they were like, keepers of the peace and then they were, you know, uh generals in a war and then at one point you hear, "Oh, they betrayed the the uh, you know, the the Galactic Republic that is now the Empire. That's weird. That sucks." Oh, but then also, oh man, like now the ones that we see around that are still alive are now also like super space cops that are like yeah. super not cool. Like, yeah. 100%. No, not super space cops. <laughs> super space cops. No. Worst time. <laughs> He's doing a lot of flipping people in hand to hand, I which love I it. love. Yeah. Yeah, he is. His eyebrows are all over the place in that shot, too. All which, over the place. Yeah. I love it. We got more. That, of course, is TikTok from Return to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> damn. God damn. That, of course, is the main character from Metal Arms glitching the system for the Hell GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you go back? Was that Stormtrooper getting force pushed, or was that the... No, that's the robot. No, no. It's a robot yeah, just yeah, throwing Is Obi-Wan yeah. going to be friends with this fucking robot, or Look, is there okay, going to be infighting? that robot's face. That's a friendly robot. But yeah. could this be a robot that's also uh, like? Could there be almost infighting of the Empire trying to get like Obi Wan and um, you know bounty hunters trying to get their bounty and stuff like that? Oh, I know he's yeah. got yellow eyes, so he's probably a little more friendly. I will agree. Maybe. He's got a friendly face, and he's got that little bit of like rust to him that yeah. makes him look a little endearing. Like he's a little bit um, like they look like older parts and stuff like that, and they tend to make the like Imperial droids a lot more clean yeah. um and you know if they want you to dislike it they're like it looks like an evil bug man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i do Any like the idea bug. of that right is like well i'm no friend of i'm no friend of this new empire but i also don't give a i don't i also don't care about obi-wan right and i'm just right. trying to make money i'm yeah, just trying exactly. to get paid in this weird galaxy yeah, that would be like a cool, like a uh, kind of added layer of a of a conflict. I there. said I'm a friend. I didn't also, say also everybody Play Metal Arms Glitch in the System with the Nintendo GameCube. Great <laughs> game. Uh, here's Kumail. Oh, here we go. So is Kumail, he a so Jedi in hiding? That's the thing. Like, like it's interesting. It's a Jedi in hiding. Nothing. Yeah. They gave us nothing. But yeah, the robes. I mean, I mean could look yeah. a Jedi. I think it they, is. Does he? But that have, also like, could be one of those shots quick. that they do where they're really trying to throw you. Right? Mm, they yeah. do. They That's put true. those shots in sometimes where it's like, well, this is very clear what it is. And then when you see it in context, you're like. Oh, he's just wearing a sweatshirt and he was leaning. But I That's do true. think. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, I, I feel like this show has to show an Inquisitor kill a Jedi in live action because mm -hmm. we 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 need that kind of tone piece. And there's going to be so many people watching this that haven't watched Rebels, haven't watched so many other things, played the games, whatever. That yeah. I think that they need need to have that. And I feel like that's what we're seeing. I right think here. even who's 2022's sweet, likable boy that you bring in to be a friend to everyone. That's Kumail Nanjiani. If you're going to kill anybody, you kill Kamel Nanjiani because we're going to fall in love with <laughs> him in a couple even episodes. even more heartbreaking to lean into that is that we need to see a Jedi be turned into an Inquisitor, actually, and not just Ooh. hear about it. Like, how heartbreaking Ooh. would it be to see Kamel Ooh. be turned into an Inquisitor? Like, holy... I like that. 
dark do you think they Kumail? Do it so dark. Do you think they do it? I would love that. I would love I to would see love him it. like do like like try at that performance too of doing that 180, um, uh, which is I think is something that like I don't think we've really like seen at least I I haven't seen with like some of his other performances. Like I would love yeah. to see that like you know those moments in the stuff that Kumail does where he has that real hard snark edge. Yeah, you could you could ratchet that up to 10 and make mm-hmm. him a bad guy in an instant. And I think that would be fun to see. Uh, I love that his droid is from Batteries Not Included, the hit <laughs> 1980s film. Uh, if that's not a reference to Batteries Not Included, then I I will walk into the ocean. It's a little ladybug droid. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I, I don't think this is Kumail, though. Like, no, I, I don't know. somebody else that, holding it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I, I don't imagine just with the outfit he has that he would have gloves. gloves like this. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. I love I wonder that it's that uh, it's BB-8 colors, which we all know are the good guy colors. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. You always need like a little, uh, a lot of white on a droid to know that they're. Yeah, white and orange. Just like remember that the Republic is coming. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, yeah, she's chasing Obi Wan. I assume off of, uh, yeah, the the. Uh, I keep blanking on the name. Space of the train. Planet. Yeah. Um, the... On that space train. You remember that? Yeah. That yeah. level from uh, from oh, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah, Space yeah, in the beginning. Great. Um, With that weird rock music. <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh god, that rock music is so good. Uh, let's talk more <laughs> about music in the Star Wars universe at one point. Um, but yeah, it's the the same planet that uh, we we've seen throughout the trailers. Um, where we assume he's getting off world, and yeah, this is what I assume would be like either episode like three or four like getting into the end of like act two of him being able to yeah. go away take a breather and then you know learn about our boy vader here who's being hey who's that uh, whose arm is that uh put whose arm here. is that buddy god it's so good you just like see this like, is crazy little, even on like kind of like this not great like quality like picture quality here of like just the details in his uh burnt body here just what i like arm. about this is the semi-retconning of the no moment you know, like they're not taking away the no moment, like the rise Darth Vader. The, mm-hmm. Oh, she was alive. You know, like that moment reads differently to a lot of different people. It was not universally loved as a moment. They're not taking that away. I think what they're showing is like Vader's daily routine. Get ready with me in the morning on TikTok. This is what <laughs> yeah. we're seeing. You know, this is <laughs> because we, yeah. we want to see the um, first I put on my arms. Then I yeah. uh, get down on my knees and yell no. But yeah. we want to see <laughs> how painful and hard it is to be Darth Vader, right? Yeah. That's something well, that we, we also want, want to see be shown. Is Hayden Christensen's face? Yes. So that's that's what we're gonna get here. <sighs> Every morning he gets it's out of his it. he gets out of his back to tank, which never fully heals him, and he's always in mm-hmm. pain. And he puts on his robot arms and he screams for revenge. Yeah, I need I need also three flashback scenes. With Obi and Hayden before everything turned to shit. Okay. And I need the oh. third one to be the last scene of the series. To really so like drive in the knife of the heart. Incited by the back to tank. <laughs> yes. oh Is that just a rule that when you go in? Every time Vader gets in to take a little back to bath, he flashes. But I would like so to see that funny. too. I want a couple more because here's the thing if you're not a, somebody who watched the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. you haven't gotten to see a lot of these good. Obi-Wan Anakin friendship moments that a lot of us 100%. who have watched the Clone Wars take for granted. Not everybody's going to go back and watch seven seasons of the Clone Wars. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter be like, oh my gosh, I don't think I want to watch all of the Clone Wars to watch this. Do I have to do that? I think the answer is always no, right? You don't have to. It is available to you and it's wonderful. 
But I think that they do need to show two or three scenes of friendship between them, yeah. training between them, that brotherhood mm -hmm. between them. Yeah. Uh, that I think could be really, really nice. And I, yeah. I don't want it from Vader's side where we're doing the the, the, the tank uh, trope no. from uh, from Boba Fett. I would want it to be more on Obi's <laughs> side of him no. him thinking back on these moments of Vader like, doesn't remember that stuff. Remember yeah. that Vader like Vader's whole whole thing is that Anakin Skywalker is dead. Yeah. That's Vader's whole all he remembers now is pain and anger and suffering. He's been totally reprogrammed. You know, even during that final scene of of Clone Wars or, or of Rebels, where where you get to see Vader walk up to the last place that he saw Ahsoka Tano, we get no emotion from him. Like this yeah. is these are not Vader's memories anymore. So if yeah. we see a flashback, it's definitely from Obi. Vader doesn't remember getting cotton candy with his buddy Obi Wan at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to see it. I wonder how many times, how many elevators does he remember being on? Because that's ninety percent of episode two and three. It's just the two how of many, them yeah. in elevators. How many elevators and how many nudge nudge wink wink? How's Duchess Satine doing? Mm. Or also, nudge nudge wink wink? How's Padme doing? All right. So of course in the, the shot, in the shot here we get the basic stormtroopers, but then also in here not the cool looking troopers that we've seen in Rogue One, right? But I think this is more of the Inquisitor enforcers that we've seen in Jedi Fallen Order. Not full on, you know, Inquisitors, but like the, you know, the kind of uh, beefed up where they're, they're using like the, the dual like uh, electric sticks and like some of them are sharpshooters and stuff like that. So that'll be cool. It's fun to watch how much of the design they're, they're like cross pollinating between yeah. all of these things. I like it a lot. We got our handsome boy right there. His hair still looks so good. It's He's ridiculous. been in the desert for how many years? I, know. <laughs> I don't know how he so, gets that much moisture. That's the force. And even though his beard is supposed to look scraggly, it's like scraggly, but perfectly scraggly. <laughs> Agreed. And then, oh my God, just seeing uh. this is a lot. I, and I, it, yeah, like you're saying, Carbonia, it's like them being able to kind of like re-give us that moment in episode three. Because we only get like kind of a little tease of like how painful it is to be Vader. It really seems like they're going to lean in here of just like those yeah. very big, sharp things going right into his abdomen. We get God it in damn. episode three. We get a little bit of it in Rogue One, right? Yeah. Where you see him where you see him sitting in his back to tank and just basically like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Let me live in my lava mansion all by myself. <laughs> He's so emo. I love him so much. And then we get this last oh, shot. I just love this shot, man, with the, the, the shadows, the drama. Like, yeah, this is. Is he seeing or is he sensing? I think he's sensing. Either, either I think way, he's on I think it's shit. cool. I, I, I don't think he's, like, captured or anything here. Like, I, I feel like this is him probably escaping um, <clears throat> off of the uh, this Dayu? planet here. Yeah, off of Dayu when we see the, the third sister kind of, like, trying to chase after him. Um, and this is maybe, maybe he had a moment of revel, like almost a moment of revelation on that planet. And then like, this is his moment while escaping whatever that battle was to take a moment to either kid try to connect to Anakin using the force and stuff. like. And this is a moment of like, oh my God, he's alive and he is this evil entity now. I look forward to it so much. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh. Not too much happening. Nice logo. One, yeah, that was one that was fun thing I like is the uh, Disney Plus logo. Here's the the lightsaber going through, and it's it's the yeah. red saber. The last trailer was the blue one. Yeah, uh huh. That's so cool. Kind of cool. Oh, God. oh cool. wait, we're on a we're on the wrong screen right here. Hold on. I don't know how that happened. Sorry. Oh, there we go. There we well, go. 
There we go. That was our trailer breakdown for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like I said, we're going to be doing the weekly reviews right here on the Kind of Funny Screencast. And in addition to that, a very fun thing to announce right now, uh, the week before Obi-Wan premieres. So not the not May 27th, but the, the week before that, uh, this crew right here is going to be doing a in-review rewatch of Star Wars Episode Three, and Anthony Carboni will be doing the plot, our first ever guest plot Hell giver. Yeah. So this is going to be Listen a lot me. of fun. We're going to hang the out. Younger and, and better and handsomer Nick Scarpino mm-hmm. is taking over. Don't worry. I will be showing this film the proper respect it deserves, unlike other lore masters we've had in the past. <laughs> I will be doing this correctly. Good. And you can it's tell Nick Scarpino hey, hey, hey. that you're happy to have somebody doing it correctly for once. And maybe Tim and I will be doing it correctly as well, as you know, there might be a, a certain cut that we might be watching that may or may not be four hours. Oh. Yeah, We're, Baron's trying to sell me on watching a cut that's episode three mixed with like all of the the Clone Wars season seven. Uh, like season the, the final, like, yeah, I know, it, so. I know it well. I know it well. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let did us you know see, in the comments below. Did you see below. Sage's face when you <laughs> I've mentioned never seen that? that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's get into it, everybody. Oh, I'm so anyway, excited. until then, I love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>